Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Clear Cut Sports. I'm your host, Seth. Hope you're all having a fabulous Wednesday today. This is, of course, Wednesday, which means we have a double dip of Clear Cut Sports. I have another episode coming at you later on this evening. So let's get into it here. The NBA is coming up with... I've seen two different proposals for playoffs now, and you know what they're going to do with the season. So I'm going to talk about two of them, both of them that I've heard about, and I love one more than the other. Both will probably be good, but... So aside from the traditional, um, you know, top eight from each conference, and then... We know one plays eight and two plays seven and so on, like we've seen. There's been a couple of proposals to change that playoff format. One of them is just take the top 16 seeds. Just the best eight, 16, whether they're all from the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference or what have you. Just take the best 16 And reseed, and you know, one plays 16, you know, two plays 17, etc. And I kind of like that because we don't, honestly, we don't need the East and West conferences. It, it would, it would lead to better matchups, I think. And, Ultimately, better finals potentials because then you could have the Clippers-Lakers finals, for example. If things fell right, you know, instead of having the Western Conference finals. And I think that would be a good idea. I've also heard, you know, a play-in tournament, um, you know, for the, you know, not for... All the bottom teams, but maybe for like teams 17 through 22. I don't think I feel good about that because whoever gets in, they're just going to get blasted by, you know, the number one seed. Anyways, so the one through 16 or the top eight, take the top eight from each conference, put them together and reseed them that way. I like. From what I gather, the 16 teams would be. Milwaukee, Toronto, excuse me, Milwaukee, the Lakers, Toronto, Clippers, Celtics, Nuggets, the Jazz and the Heat, OKC, Houston, Dallas, Indiana, Philly, Memphis, Brooklyn, Orlando. And when I look at those, those were in order, by the way, 1 through 16. And when I look at that, I thought Philadelphia was supposed to be a title contender. Instead, they are 13th overall in the NBA. Which and I believe it is 6th, yes, 6th in the East. What is going on there? Philly is one of those teams, the 76ers that we have high hopes for countless years. And we get let down every year. Now I know last year they lost on a miracle shot by Kawhi Leonard against the Toronto Raptors. 
But still, it's just, I don't want to go off on a tangent quite yet about the Sixers because I'll try to put that on a later date when they get bounced early from the playoffs, as I'm sure they will. But wow, I, I thought they were 13th in the NBA. I mean, come on. You're on the, you almost didn't make the playoffs. The Pacers are ahead of you without Oladipo for most of the year. OKC's ahead of you, which a lot of people wrote off after they traded uh, Russell Westbrook. The Heat are ahead of you. And of course, the good team, the excellent teams. You know, the two LA teams, the Bucks and the Raptors. But man. And one more takeaway about these top 16. I can't believe the Blazers aren't in there. Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum need help. They've been shafted on this team for a while. I don't think Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum will win a title as presently constructed there. Unless they get some sort of all-star forward or center with them. Hassan Whiteside was nice, but he ain't doing it. You need more. But that's enough about that. So that's the 1 through 16, you know, seeding. Here's an idea that I love. I just happened to see this, you know, er earlier on today. It's the World Cup groups format. How cool would that be? For those who don't know, the World Cup, soccer, of course, you they put they're put into groups of four, I think it's four or five, I think it's four. And you play your group, and then the top two teams move on to the you know playoff stage. So think about this. It, for the NBA, you take your top 20 teams. So right off the bat, you're adding four more teams to the playoffs. You are adding the Blazers, the Pelicans, the Spurs, and the Kings on top of the teams I just mentioned. And they're put into groups, and here's what happens. So you play your group twice. So there's groups of five here. You play each team twice. So that means every team is get gets eight games. And then the top two teams from each group would move on to an eight team play an eight team playoff. How awesome would that be? I love that idea. Because every game matters. You know, the Blazers could go beat Milwaukee, and then all of a sudden Milwaukee's feeling some stress here because they're going to win, you know, they have seven more games to play. If they screw up another two of them, they might not make it. I love that idea. Every game matters. You're adding four more teams who could be competitive and make some noise. You know, you're not adding the, the Knicks and the, and, and the Phoenix Suns and, you know, the Pistons, teams that just get blown out anyways. So props to the NBA. I hope I hope they go with the World Cup. That would be awesome. Here's here's what the groups would be um, as presently constructed. So four groups. We have Group A from uh, first seed or first to fifth. You know, in their groups, Milwaukee, Utah, the Sixers. The Grizzlies and the Blazers, so that's the first group. 
Second group, which is a tough group coming up here. Look at these three teams. The Lakers, the Celtic, Celtics, and the Rockets. Whew. To go along with Brooklyn, who imagine if somehow KD was healthy enough to play and Kyrie comes back, and the Pelicans. The third group, the Raptors, the Heat, the Thunder, the Mavericks, and the Spurs. And then the fourth group, the Clippers, Nuggets, Pacers, Magic, and Kings. I think that is an awesome idea. So then I'm not sure how the second round would go. So let's just say, for argument's sake, the top two teams, seeds in each uh, group would win. So the Bucks, Jazz, Lakers, Celtics, Raptors, Heat, Clippers, Nuggets. I, I assume it would go, they'd reseed them after that. So you'd probably see the, the Bucks play the Heat. You know, because they were one through one and eight, you know, through the regular season. I'm not sure how that work, how that would work, but how exciting would that be? A group, and by the way, so essentially what you're saying is for Group A, one of, well, yeah, one of the Bucks, Jazz, or Sixers are not going to make it. Assuming two of them will. And then the group, in the third group, second group, same thing. Lakers, Celtics, Rockets, Nets. Nets, Pelicans, you, only two of you can make it. So the Rockets, the Celtics, the Lakers, you better be on your A game. You know, so we're going to see some good teams knock it into this final eight, which I think is amazing. It puts so much stress on this first round and how important it is. So the NBA is awesome. I love this idea. I hope they go with the World Cup. Even if they don't, I think the the uh, you know one through sixteen is also a good idea. But man, how awesome would that World Cup be? I think that's a great idea for the NBA. Props to the NBA for adapting. Speaking of adapting, so I was thinking, you know, this unfortunate you know virus. And people are staying home, no sports, although the states, some states now are opening up and we're seeing some, you know, practice facilities, NFL teams getting ready and all that. And the NBA is talking about coming together. The NHL said, you know, they have a playoff thing ready for when they get the green light. Baseball is a, that's a disaster. We'll talk about that in a little, in a bit. But man, the NFL seems to be winning this, this crisis. So what do I mean by that? It is currently May 27th. NFL, so the NBA would, well, I think they'd be in the playoffs by now if, you know, if on schedule. The MLB would be in full swing, and hockey would also be just wrapping up their playoffs. The NFL wouldn't even start yet. They'd be, you know, doing OTAs and training camps and all that, summer camps and whatnot. But, yeah, what do we hear about, you know, in, in, in the news? Not the news, but, you know, in the sports world. Tom Brady and Peyton Manning are golfing, which was an amazing event, by the way, for those who didn't watch it. 
They're looking at doing a new rule change to improve their game. We're hearing about guys on Zoom, you know, meeting with their with with their teammates, you know, getting getting ready virtually. We hear about NFL training, you know, stadiums opening up. All we we hear a lot about the NFL, and we shouldn't. Baseball is a disaster. They can't even get together and, you know, we got guys like Blake Snell and Bryce Harper saying they ain't even going to play if they don't get their full salary. They can't come up to with an agreement. NHL hasn't, we heard that earlier that they, they're not going to have a regular season in all likelihood. They're just going to go right to the playoffs. And that's pretty much all we've heard. The NBA's kind of catching up. You know, we're hearing about different playoff formats, as I just, you know, talked about. And we're hearing, you know, guys are willing to play. They want to play, which is good. But the NFL is, they're just running away with this. I'm going to call it off season, uh, sports offseason. They're just running away with it. And, of course, we have some sports. You know, mixed martial arts is, of course, ongoing without fans. But the NFL is really taking advantage of this situation. There's constant talk about them. The rule change has everyone intrigued, which if you don't know what I'm talking about, was on an, was on one of my previous episodes about the kick or uh, onside kick. And this, the NFL and the NBA have really separated themselves here. More so the NFL, but I'll group the NBA in as well. Really separated themselves like, against baseball and hockey about being progressive, giving some fans what they want. And doing what's best for business. The NFL especially has been constantly adaptive. They don't mind like rule changes. The catch rule, you know, it's still kind of a up in the air. You know, and same with pass interference. They change it one year, didn't work. They change it back. Pass interference was allowed to be reviewed last year. It didn't work, so they're probably going to get rid of it this year. They just boom, boom, boom. They change and change and change. It's constant, and it's great. Keeps us the fans on our toes. Baseball, I don't know when they change a rule last. Not that there's any rules to change, but give us something. Don't. This is why, in my opinion, the NBA and the NFL has a younger fan base than the MLB. Because it's more interesting, for one. And two, it's always changing it's always interesting there's always something to talk about in the middle of, in the normal season on a, you know when baseball's in full swing let's say in the middle of you know July and it's the only sport going on people don't talk about baseball oh the the Yankees beat the beat the twins last night 4-2 that's it So what? You know, the NBA, did you see, oh, LeBron James dropped 33 points against the against the Utah Jazz and they still lost. Or in the NFL, oh, did you see that catch that Tyler Lockett had in the end zone? We don't hear any of that about baseball. This is why the younger people are more interested, and not, not all of us, I'll say generally, are more interested in the NBA and the NFL.
They're they're progressive. They keep things interesting. They're flexible. MLB seems very rigid, as you can probably tell through these, you know, this talk about will they play, will they not, and people wanting their full salary, etc. It's competitive. You know, the Dodgers have seemingly made the World Series the past, except for last year, you know, the past seven years. It seems that way. I'm sure they haven't. You don't really see that, especially in the NFL. It's impossible. Besides the, the Patriots, of course, they ran the AFC. They made nine Super Bowls in the you know in the since two thousand. But there's a lot of like uh, not controversy, but it takes a lot to get to a Super Bowl. So that's why it's so amazing. It's so physical. The teams are adjusting constantly. Guys get old quicker in the NFL. And then the NBA, it seems to be different every year. So no wonder the younger generation likes the NBA and the NFL. MLB, NHL, try to catch up. Thought I'd do it for part one of the double dip today. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Stay safe, everybody. Have a good one.